honestly, this week has probably just been that clip of Nini where <laughs> it's just her and Nini leaks just saying she's tired. She's so tired. Oh, I'm so tired, yeah. I would definitely so tired. Really tired. So I decided to try to record one of these preemptively before I actually get everything up for this YouTube channel, partially because I'm feeling a bit frustrated by how long it's sort of taking me to get things together, also just not having time to do things the way that I want to do with like a bunch of high quality well edited put together videos I'm just not there yet where I have that kind of time but I do want to speak um I do I did write an essay but there's just so much there's just so many feelings there's just so many thoughts why not do a early pre-TMI TMI so let's get into it topic number one the protests. So let me just start by saying that I recently received a DM from a former, I guess, love interest, friend, man in my life. It was pretty messed up, the circumstances upon which we had kind of hooked up. But um he's a white supremacist those are his words not mine um and he calls himself racist openly again his words not mine and the first words that he spoke to me about these protests is that he has a list of evidence that antifa is using it to take over the government and I immediately just told him, I'm just tired. I'm so tired. I really just did not want to talk about it because on one hand, I feel like there probably is like some valid evidence out there that there are people who are exploiting these protests, not caring about the actual cause, which is the extrajudicial killings of Black people by the police. But also, I feel like that's just, like, white people just white peopling themselves all over this whole thing, and I just can't even begin to dig into it. Like, he told me that upon revealing this information, someone called him a right-wing conservative nut, which is, I guess, ironic considering he's libertarian something actually politically but he does have supremacist tendencies i don't want to talk about him uh (laughs) but ultimately the reason why i brought that up is because consistently i find that like people will tell me stuff because I'm a black woman and I'm pretty like politically and socially aware because they want to have like a conversation with me but I also really kind of tired of men coming to me because they want to debate like I don't want to debate you about black lives like 
we're kind of beyond the debate stage. If you think that I don't have a right to live without being in fear of the cops, then I don't know what to tell you because like that should be it's it's like basic evidence now. There is just no there's just no more arguing about this. Like you have your political allegiance to whatever party you want to, whatever political alignment you want to, but at a very base level, I am tired of being asked by people in my life to defend Black lives. It's like, especially ironically by men who claim to be in love with me or have strong feelings for me, because this has also happened previously by another man in my life who asked me to debate him about me calling myself a feminist and believing in black feminism i'm just like i'm not i'm at the point where i'm just like i'm not gonna debate you just because you want to inoculate i guess inoculate yourself against arguments against your personal beliefs because this guy like is mra light mode and he's black i should point that out he's mra light mode and he's black and he hates feminists because he thinks well he claims he says that he believes that everybody is all under the same sort of treatment we all get screwed in one way or another and women don't get screwed over more than men and I'm just tired of debating that because there's just so many statistics that proves that what he's talking about is like do not I'm no longer debating my humanity with cishet men I guess or just like men who ironically want me to debate them while also claiming to care about my life because I live as a black woman every day I'm the one who has to deal with going to the workplace and having things that I say interpreted as negative or naysaying or like aggressive I don't need I don't need any further evidence than my own life to know that I am both overtly and covertly discriminated against in several spaces and also still pretty like despite my amazing privilege of being a black woman who was able to not only receive this like college education and move to like a bigger city with greater job opportunities to have a job that leaves me financially stable and able to pay my student loans and to take care of myself but still there is the cops and still there is having my humanity debated by white co-workers and whether or not we're going to allow the company to come out in support of Black Lives Matter, which brings me to the next thing that I want to talk about that's been going on, which is woke brands woking all over the timeline. On one hand, I guess it's nice that it's now becoming a social faux pas to not open your purse and 
be in support of these protests against racism and against police brutality. But also, like, there's been this weird now inverse thing where people will like roll up to celebrities and beg them to open their purse and that's when things start to get like really weird for me because personally I just like I don't care if I don't care if these celebrities slash elite upper class say anything I I I prefer them to just quietly give money and move along because it becomes about their contribution and them doing the right thing as opposed to the movement. I feel like anything that detracts from the focus of the movement is like a bad idea right now. Like I just I just don't care about celebrity opinions about this stuff. They need to be either opening their purse, shutting up, or raising a platform for actual on-the-ground activists who are in the streets protesting, who are doing all of the work, raising the money, and, you know, lobbying these politicians, going to these uh, <laughs> these hilarious town halls with police commissioners. I gotta find a clip. I Hopefully I can insert it here, but the guy... The people chewing out L.A. politicians in that Zoom. Whew, chef's kiss. Perfection. Black Lives Matter defund the police. I find it disgusting that the LAPD is slaughtering peaceful protesters on the street. I had two friends go to the protest in Beverly Hills a couple days ago, and the protest was peaceful. And so the police showed up with their excessive violent force shooting rubber bullets and throwing tear gas. Is this what you think of protecting and serving? Because I think it's bullshit. Fuck you, Michael Moore. I refuse to call you an officer or a chief because you don't deserve those titles. You are a disgrace. Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. All right, my name is Sasha Nonas Barnes. I'm a white Jewish man who lives in Koreatown. I want to first say to the white people who have just realized that this is how the police act, shame on you for not listening to black people who have been yelling about this for decades and centuries. Hi, Chief Moore. I'm talking specifically to you, but I'm directing my comments towards the commission as well. I would normally start by saying all due respect, but respect is something that's not given, it's earned. We pay your officers to respect the community, but they need to earn that respect in return. You've sat here with your mask on, fiddling around on your desk, and you ask for respect? Your words ring hollow. Actions speak 10 times louder, and your actions were to shoot innocent, peaceful protesters who were exercising their First Amendment right to free speech and peaceable assembly with rubber bullets, which are metal bullets bullets coated in rubber and can kill a human being at close range and tear gas and as well attack them with batons. And you think that's okay. The narrative is that police are allowed to act this way when they get scared. If you scare so easily, why are you police? You claim to want to listen, but your actions, in your actions, you refuse. You want to change this system, start by resigning in shame, and follow it by doing everything that Reggie just asked you to do. 
Who has been out with the brooms and the tools cleaning up the mess? The citizens. The police do not care about the people. And as a message for Eric Garcetti, your political career is over. The people will not forget that you turned a blind eye to militarized police shooting and gassing their own citizens. The LAPD is akin to the Gestapo and needs to be defunded and dismantled. And to the commission, upgrade your Zoom account with all that fucking money. I yield my time. There's one guy who like basically says in so many words, I'm about to end this man's whole career because he literally says, and such and such, your career is over. Like literally says, you're not getting reelected. You're we're voting you out. There will no there will no longer this is no longer a discussion for you because you're not gonna be here. <laughs> But that's where the focus should be. The focus should be on the actions of getting things done. I don't really care about like celebrities with their Black Lives Matter, we see you, we hear you tweets. Like, I mean, I guess great. But also you saw like a pretty bad social faux pas with this whole online protesting business because they did that Blackout Tuesday and it wound up undoing all of the work that the hashtag Black Lives Matter does to alert protesters of resources because all it was on Instagram was a bunch of sea of black squares of people not realizing they weren't supposed to use the hashtag, which again, which is why I prefer if people say nothing and donate or go to the protest or support an actual activist voice than to do anything else because it's just not helpful. It's it's distracting. <sighs> the other thing that's been on my mind this week that, well, he's always just somewhere just getting on everyone's nerves is fucking Donald Trump. I swear, <laughs> I I live in a nice little, like, social media blackout of Donald Trump in which I don't engage or listen to anything that he's doing because it's just better for my psyche that way. But he's been unavoidable because of the way that COVID-19 has been going, that you just kind of have to know what he's doing again. Um... And, oh, every time I listen to him, I just get a headache or like not a headache, but just like he's so dumb and he's so narcissistic and so disgusting. And like for the first time since 2016, I became sincerely afraid of this country slipping into straight up fascism because of the way that he spoke about how he intends to use the military against these protesters. And like, I have a friend, like an online friend who I was talking to about the whole situation and the way that she was describing Trump's behavior, it made me like severely disturbed because for a moment, I really did imagine like, the kind of things, the kind of stories you hear about people living in communist Russia, like, 
like I don't want to get picked up by the FBI because once upon a time I wrote an essay about black pain that's now on medium attached to my name and they can find my address and they can pick me up I don't think realistically I don't think that's going to happen I don't think we're there yet but the the like fear of living in a fascist state definitely did pop up this week and it was not a fun emotion I mean some people still have faith in the system of voting him out in November which I guess great will do your best but the lack of excitement about Joe Biden plus Trump continuing to like use these protests to fire up the scared conservatives who see the civil unrest and I say that quote unquote civil unrest aka the the protests and the looting and the burning down of the precinct they're they're scared and and he's capitalizing on that fear that's what the right does it's just like I never, ever in a million, like, in a million thoughts since undergrad when I was studying Russian history that I would start to disagree with my argument then, which is that the Constitution protects us against a fascist government. Well, I feel like I was wrong now. I feel like... The GOP did their damnedest to prove they don't have to do anything but play tap dance their way through these elections and let Trump drag the whole country down with them because tax breaks, I guess. But also a probably a little bit of racism because, you know... They thrive off of uh, what Ian Danskin called in his YouTube series. There's always a bigger fish. And so as long as black people and all the minorities continue to not have what they have, then everything is great. The system is working. Congratulations. Even if it means handing the country over to an egomaniac who wants to be a dictator and probably would be if he can quietly do so. The only thing, I guess the only positive thing that I can say that is like, guess kept me going is I guess I'm trying my best to find little pockets of joy as they still exist. It's hard to find them. Uh, That is my recommendation to anyone who is Black and struggling with these things. Um, Also, please don't forget that Black trans lives matter. So we should not be erasing the trans men and the trans women who are also still being killed at alarming rates. Um, We can't forget the trans woman that was attacked by our own community this week the black community i should say um find the joy where you can find it 
Um, my joy is probably in another marathon of any medical procedural drama I can find or in reading Angela Davis because I still have lots of reading to do and powerful black women give me joy. Um, so this has been the TMI, the very first one. Um, catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>